Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Alfie, is there anything fluffier than a cloud? I don't know, Josh. I just feel so relaxed. You know, sometimes I like to lie on this beach and imagine rather than being the surface of something, it's the ceiling and we're stuck to it looking down at the sky i've never been happier than this holiday my mind's clear i've had nothing ruining my weekends for the last six months you've been rubbing a a nice cold lotion onto my back each each morning as the sun gets a little bit hot i have this but you haven't you you haven't reciprocated yet but i'm looking forward to when you do no it just i it just feels like we're not there yet i feel cleansed i feel cleansed of all my anxiety all my tension washing away. My shoulders have dropped an inch from the lack of everyday stress and I just want to be pelted with these gorgeous rays forever. Oh, Long Island iced tea, thank you very much. Mm. Oh, that is, nothing can ruin this. Nothing can ruin this holiday. What, what's the date? Oh, oh my God. Oh shit. Do we have to go back? Please don't make me go back, Alfie. Please don't make me go back. I can't do it. Max is just going to keep winning. I can't go back. I, I can't go back. I won't go back. I can't do it. I can't do it. We have to go back oh. to Formula One now. Fuck. Now we have to fucking talk about racing. We're going to watch a car race, Michael. It's when nerds try and be cool. I think you've done brilliantly. Good podcasting. Italian. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. What a what a what a summer break it's been, huh? Have you had a, have you enjoyed your summer break? I mean, we've kept podcasting throughout the summer break. This show's a little bit late, but you know what? It's a free show, so um, I've had a wonderful summer break. I've had. I think it's time. It's good to have the time away from Formula One to get a chance to think about it. I think a lot of the time when Formula One, when we're in the frenetic rotation of race to race to race to, it's quite hard to gather your thoughts, isn't yeah. it? But now I feel like I've had a chance to really. <laughs> contemplate Formula One as an idea. Yeah, and what, have you, what conclusion have you reached? <laughs> I don't like it. 
love it. I love it so much, but I, I also dislike intensely this season. Um, so what we're going to do this week is, obviously it's a non-race week, so we have a couple of treats for you, but we're going to go through every team and how their summer breaks have been. So should we start with, I think start at the top this week. Let's start with Red Bull. Start at the top. Okay. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion, has gotten in trouble. He might be going to jail um, because he's broken mm. the law. He's broken the law in Monaco, which is a difficult place to break the law, um, by uh, purchasing one of the uh, Aston Martin Valkyries, uh, one of um, Adrian Newey's sort of... Uh, you know, like when someone doesn't have kids, so they put all their energy into weird things. Um, like for me, it's Star yeah. Trek and Disney. But Adrian Newey sunk it into this three million pound car that Max Verstappen was driving 30 miles an hour around Monaco in. And he did get caught speeding. He was doing 120 kph in a 90 kph. <laughs> I don't. What's that in in um in? He was doing 120 speed? kph. Yeah. That's about like 70-something miles an hour, isn't it? Just pick a... Who's still using KPH? All of Europe. Oh, really? Yeah. But what, what about... I think it's also... I think it's who's still using miles per hour. Is it? Miles per hour is... Yeah, KPH is the modern is the modern way. If they I, use it in Australia as well. If I Everywhere went, uses... Yeah, but if I came up to you and just went, excuse me, mate, which way's the uh, the corner shop? And you went, oh, it's two kilometres that way. I'd go, who is that dickhead? Yeah, but if you asked, um, excusez-moi, monsieur, où est la boulangerie? And they were going, ah, deux kilometers uh, à gauche. You'd go, mm. speak English, you fucking French. <laughs> uh, you know, you'd, you'd go, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a normal way for you to have responded uh, because uh, kilometers are normal in France and lots of places in the world. We're the backwards ones for, for still being imperial. Max is uh, legally in trouble um, because he's been caught speeding. But also the video footage, if you've seen it, of him uh, driving around Monaco, it's so funny to spe- that you would spend three million pounds on a car and have to do 30 miles an hour around Monaco in it. And he's got in trouble for speeding, which is weird because Max is a... And also he was driving with one hand on the steering wheel, another thing that he did. That's he's gotten charged for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so stupid. I mean, what the most obviously the most ridiculous thing about it is what an absurd way to spend your free time as a Formula One driver. Mm-hmm. What an insane thing to do to go. I'm 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 finally got some time off from my job as a driver of the fastest cars that you can create. I'm going to drive a less fast car around an urban area yeah what's the where's the joy of it i don't understand i think that watching max verstappen drive a valkyrie around monaco at 30 miles an hour would probably be more interesting than the last three or four monaco races so (laughs) but anyway here's the thing so i got a little treat for you listeners um i actually phoned someone who i know who works at aston martin to Mm -hmm. ask him some questions i had a couple of questions in the video of max driving around monaco he's wearing headphones Mm-hmm. Like the headphones Alfie is currently wearing, like podcasting headphones. And I thought yeah. to myself, that's weird. Um, why would you have to wear headphones when you've spent three million pounds on a car? And the reason why is because at 6,000 revs, the sound of that car is 130 decibels in volume, which is, which is hearing damage level volume. <laughs> if you buy an Aston Martin Valkyrie for three million pounds, you have to wear headphones 
Otherwise, you'll get tinnitus. So you're paying three million pounds to get tinnitus. Because basically, rubber, the rubber usually softens the sound vibrations. But the Valkyrie is, the engine is mounted directly to the back. So the noise levels are absolutely insane. And then this person went, but you can use headphones to talk to your passenger and play music. I was like, can you imagine paying three million pounds and your mate's talking next to you, but you can't hear him because you've both gone medically deaf? <laughs> that's... Uh that's absurd. And also, whether, is, 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 is everybody at Red Bull going to be happy that he was enjoying driving an Aston Martin? If they aren't, he won't, Max won't be able to tell, will he? Hey, Max, uh, how was the Aston Martin? Huh? Also, Max is hinted at retiring this week as well. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Why do world champions, here's my question, why do world champions always hint at quitting? Lewis did this. Now, Lewis is like, I'm going to be around for like a really long time, man. I'm, I'm staying. I love Formula One in my car. I'm staying. But when he was winning, he was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting out of here, man. I'm getting the fuck out of the paddock. Like, he's like, what is it about the winning um, mentality that makes you have to say you're going to stop soon? Because what do you, like, when you're not winning, you have winning to aspire to. When you are winning, you only have, like eating like chocolate biscuits and watching um owen wilson films to aspire to so you fancied retiring like it's not i I, I, there's also also everybody hates you when you're winning so it's like a it's a way of saying to the public you're gonna miss me when i'm gone and i get that like what is there what is there left? Like I'm, I'm, I'm winning every race, and everybody hates me. So what's the point? And this uh, Lewis had the same thing. You didn't get it from like people who win once. I mean, Rosberg actually did retire. He went right. That's it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm not gonna win again. We give Nico a hard time on the show mainly because he likes shouting at children. <laughs> <laughs> Credit where it's due to Brittany um, is that he um, he did do the punk rock thing didn't he? He's like, come on, let's go. I'm going to get in your head. You crush me. I'm going to crush you. I've won. Boom. Drop the tools out of the shed. Fuck off. Go open an ice cream store. Like that's a pretty punk rock way to be a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. He is. He, he's not cool. Obviously he's not cool. Look at him, but he, he did the right <laughs> thing there. Um, also the reason Max hinted at retiring and I found this really funny. Max, uh, Max said that, that the rules are changing too much. The sprint races, all of the extra locations, there's not enough time off, the press things, all of the rules around Formula One are changing too much and he doesn't like it. And I did think that was ironic given that if there's one person who's benefited from a rule change quite substantially in Formula One's history, it is Max Verstappen. Yeah, totally, which means good for him. That's the thing is that now... When Mercedes were winning all the time, Red Bull were going, hmm, maybe we need to do something about the fact that one team is winning the whole time. And now Red Bull are winning the whole time. Mercedes are going, hmm, maybe we need to do something about the fact that uh, Red Bull are winning the whole time. And it's only ever going to change when the team that is winning the whole time goes, fuck, we're winning the whole time. We need to change this up. That's never going to happen. But it is what it is what needs to happen. But good for Max for going, yeah, I've, I mean, obviously he's not talking about that rule change. That was quite a... Um, a, a fleeting change of rule to benefit one particular driver at one particular moment. We're never going to get over it. No, we're going to be doing this podcast in five years' time, talking about. No, this that is our. Um, this is like our, yeah, um, metal doesn't collapse that way. You can see it's actually melted at the twin towers. This is our. <laughs> 
But the the funny thing with Max um, is that he's. It must be when you interview Max Verstappen. You know, like when you interview Tom Cruise, someone goes, you can't talk about Scientology. If you talk about Scientology, he'll never come on and do anything for you or your you know, owner companies again. It must mm. be the same with Max now, where people go, don't talk about 2021. You can't talk about... That's the one thing you can't talk about when you talk to Max Verstappen is 2021. But to be fair to Max, that isn't his fault. Like it's... He's... Of all the people involved in what happened, he is the least to blame. He yeah. was just the beneficiary of other people's, like, uh, bad machinations. He, like, it was it was Horner lobbying to Massey. It was Massey himself. It was other people whose names I don't know and neither does anybody else. Mm. Max was just the beneficiary of some, a, a little bit of corruption. They, uh, Checo's summer break, um... <laughs> All Checo's done this summer is do adverts. That's all I've seen him for. Nescafe. Ooh, Nescafe. Instant coffee. <laughs> yeah. There's something um, funny about a quick coffee when you're not quick. Like a time, uh, somebody with an interest in time. Also, when you're a millionaire. Yeah. The idea that you would put like dehydrated coffee granules and then pour, it's... I just, I, whenever a rich person advertises something like that, I go, sorry, I don't buy it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really buy that George Clooney uses an espresso machine. He just goes out for coffee every day. It's not a problem. <laughs> he can afford it. He's done a Kit Kat advert as well. That that I have respect for. Maybe he's getting the instant coffee and he's biting the end off the Kit Kat baton and the other end off of it. So you've got like two open-ended bits of Kit Kat and then you suck coffee through the Kit Kat <laughs> And then you put it in and you've got this, the wafers soaked in coffee. Like a Tim Tam. That's a pretty... Is that what it's called, a Tim Tam? Well, Gosh. a Tim Tam is another kind of biscuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you suck but it you can out. Do it with the, yeah, you can do it with the Twix as well. I think It's a great thing to do. Listener, I recommend it. The Kit Kat thing is funny and I can't quite figure out the joke, but there's something funny about Checo in Monaco last year having fun without his wife. And then there's something to do with four fingers in a kit kat there's something there's something naughty in there but i can't quite connect the joke to make it funny but <laughs> i just want the listeners to know that i i was i can see the connection but i couldn't make it work this week but I'm something sure about his marriage having a break oh yes see there we go have a break have a few weeks away from sorry have a kit kat um <laughs> and then he did another advert that i can't even tell what it is because it's in um it's it's for his mexican fan base but if i was about to get dropped by red bull and i went mm. on my summer break and my business manager went so do you want to go to the beach or do you want to make 20 million very quickly i'd be like i think i'll make 20 million very quickly that i think is what checo's doing it's weird isn't it because even when you have like 20 million pounds if i had 20 million pounds in the bank and somebody said hey do you want to make half a million pounds in a day i'd go oh yeah like definitely it's still a huge amount of money even if you've got so much money yourself i wonder at what point like you stop wanting to do adverts for half a million quid yeah because you just it? might as well have the money even if it's just a fiver to you you might as well have the money um i've got a new segment i want to do called helmet okay helmet negs this is a new idea I've okay. got for the show where every week we'll just read out all of the sort of gossipy bollocks that Helmet says when he gets bored to try and like make himself happy. 
So I'm going to read out all of Helmut's negs this week, all the negative things he said. So I'm going to read these out in one go before you comment Should on this them. bit have a theme tune? Um, Who is Helmut negging? Whose spirit is he trying to break? <laughs> Who is Helmut negging? Whose soul is he going to take? I'm going to read them all out and then we'll, we'll talk about them afterwards, okay? Helmut has denied that the car has been developed to suit Verstappen. No, that is not true. At the beginning of 2022, the car suffered, suffered a lot of understeer. Helmut, Marco, on Max Verstappen's growth. Over time, Max has matured, um, especially after winning his first titles. He takes fewer risks. He has learned to read races better. He picks up on everything. During a race, he can now simply chat on the radio in the fast corners. Oh my god. F1 needs a smaller and lighter car, says Helmut Marco. I feel like I should do the voice. The cars have to be lighter and smaller again. If you need 30 litres of fuel just to charge the battery, then something is wrong in terms of the approach. Um, next one. Helmut Marco views the heavy battery in 2026 as a safety concern. This is a different post. The weight is a safety risk. The Silverstone accident that Max had in 2021 could have turned out very differently with such a heavy battery. Next one. Red Bull's 2026 engine is miles ahead of Ferrari and Audi, says Helmut Marco. We are miles ahead of Audi and we are miles ahead of Ferrari and Mercedes is roughly on the same level. In August, we'll have a complete internal combustion engine with mgu k and battery running. <laughs> Next one. Helmut Marco says Max Verstappen is the superior factor, not the RB19. It's Verstappen. You have to compare it with Perez. If you look at the race pace, then Checo is among the top five drivers, but his weak point is qualifying. The <laughs> RB19 is the most universal and fastest car of the moment, but it is this superiority, this obvious superiority that comes from Max Verstappen. Are we done? No, we're not. There's more. Helmut Marco is full of praise for Max Verstappen. Max would be in a league of his own in any car there we go that's one week that's one week of shit helmet said so what i want to know before we get into the fertile soil of the comments he's made themselves um what who's asking him these questions is he just does he have a little <laughs> tube in his room where he whispers these things into and it goes directly into a journalist's office? Or, like, does he attach it to the ankle of a pigeon and let it fly out of his window? How is Helmet getting... How is there time in his day? Like, you know how they said that Bach wrote so much music that it wouldn't have been possible for him to write it even if all he ever did from midnight to midnight every day was write music? Yeah. There's, he must have had help. Like, how is Helmet Marco finding the time to stir this much shit this this shit is not stirrable by one man alone no it's it's like he wakes up and it's like his cat his his pa is like so obviously you've got your fruit smoothie and your ag1 <laughs> and then at 11 o'clock you have four hours put aside to slag off every other driver except max <laughs> and then we stop for brunch like it just doesn't make any sense that he has this and just wait because i'm going to do this every week from now on because i bet that between now and the next right which is only a few days away zandvoort zandvoort who is helmet nagging <laughs> that's the end of helmet nags <laughs> nick devries is allegedly going to be a reserve driver by the way we're 20 minutes into this podcast and we're still on red bull yeah we're gonna have to absolutely hammer through i mean luckily it's the longest um there are more points of note with Red Bull than there are with than any other team. Yeah, Nick DeVries allegedly is going to be the Red Bull reserve driver, which is just—it's so insulting. Uh, 
I mean, what a what an undignified way to exhume the corpse of Nick DeVries. It's it's really depressing. Oh, I feel I just feel for that kid. Like he like Danny's not pulling in better results than Nick. Yeah, the Alpha Tari is a substandard car. They've put him there to scare Checo. That's the only reason he's there. And and Yuki. Yeah, that's very true. Just uh, and there's just no point in Nick DeVries being there. I mean, yeah, it, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it is what it is. You just have to feel very, very sorry for Nick DeVries, even if Nick is spelt with a Y, which is against Christ. Mm. Um, why do you need to spell it that way? Why, why indeed? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's such a depressing move, isn't it? But the reserve driver seems like quite a fruitless life, although Toto's always very kind when he speaks about Mick and he has helped us develop the car. Uh, he's a genius with the, like his uh, contribution to the team. You know, it's. Um, I wonder if Nick's going to be able to deliver the same sort of insight into the RB19. Yeah, as Mick Schumacher de- gives to the Mercedes. I think it's going to be. Um, it's also like I imagine quite the pay drop as well. You know, go, if you go from being the pilot to being the guy that flies the simulator. You're not mm. getting you're not getting the same money as the pilot, surely, right? Yeah, but when they let him go, they paid him off. So hey. they will have paid him off all of the money that they owed him for the rest of the year if he was on a year's contract, two years if he was on a two years one. So they he's got all of the money from that in a lump sum. And then he's now got this new money from being reserve driver. So he's 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 what I'm basically trying to say is I don't think we have to worry about Nick DeVries's income situation i think he's going to be all right in second place mercedes-benz i've i've never said this before and i don't think i've seen this for a long time 250 points behind red bull they're in second place toto yeah they're 250 points in the constructors behind is that what really in real that's real yeah i mean i i I mean (laughs) fucking hell yeah that is insane yeah that's not a deficit that's a that's a cataclysmic hole oh my god that's <laughs> many points i mean i suppose it is it's to be expected in a way but still it's utterly humiliating and you know it's an exciting season ahead what of the <laughs> zandvoort september uh lewis zandvoort. lewis hamilton is back in the studio which is a worry for all of us the last time Lewis Hamilton was in the recording studio was when he was on top of the world winning back-to-back championships. And if I know anything about music, it's that when you're not in a good mental state and you're not winning and you go into the studio, you don't make your best work. <laughs> he's not... Yeah. He's going to make... This is his Elvis Costello beard folk phase that he's about to enter, isn't it? <laughs> Shall I tell you what? If that Lewis Hamilton ended his Elvis Costello beard folk phase, then that would be delightful. <laughs> that would be absolutely. What's what's Elvis Costello's biggest hit from his? I uh, I don't think there was one, and I think that no, says okay. that says an awful. Lot. But what's what's Lewis like? What does he? What do you think he's like? I I know enough about recording studios to know that someone just laying there with their shirt off, like kind of contributing little bits of it's it's so annoying he can't be good in the studio but how do you turn down mm. like, like lewis hamilton if you're in a recording show and lewis hamilton comes up and he's got a little post-it note he goes yeah here's some lyrics i've written 
and they're like your love is like a you know like a rusty love cloud i love your the shape of your heart kiss me mm. kiss me at night we'll drive all night baby 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 let's keep going i believe in us this is forever you me and it's just warbling bollocks which it- <laughs> But it's Lewis Hamilton. It's Lewis Hamilton. You can't say no. This is this is what happened to Oasis when they made Be Here Now. There weren't enough people going, guys, um, these are terrible songs. They just weren't. But this is the problem with like things being... Uh, people don't really know how to deal with... Uh, especially sports people don't know how to deal with things being subjective how on earth is he going to deal with like he, he doesn't understand anything except i go fastest i win the race i go slowest i lose the race like how is he meant to unpick <laughs> the subjective nature of art and how art works like art like <laughs> the journey of art and what it takes to weave something from the trouble within your soul to kind of to self excavate and to know yourself truly and what you are like how could you it's just not what you're good at mate i've got, I've got some lyrics here they go uh, i go fast i win the race i go slow i lose the race <laughs> that's genuinely better than the lyrics to the ferrari song well done well done alfie brown i think lewis hamilton should call his album yes men i think that's a really good name for lewis hamilton's album and that's probably why that is not what it's going to be called but it is really good what about this slow jams for a slow car Mm. trap beats for a trapped career how about that that's good Um, that's really good hip hop off the top watch me as my car goes flop that's nice yeah pretty good lights out lights out and gorilla radio lights out and away we slowly go Lights out and away we slow, I like. Yeah, yeah, okay. Lights out and away we slow. Very good. <laughs> he's also been pers- okay. posting He's been posting a lot of thirst traps, Lewis. Yeah, that's middle age for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's the, the amount of drivers, and this is really Lewis Hamilton's fault, is the amount of drivers who've, and, and I want to just blast through this now, but the amount of drivers who've po- been posting thirst traps on this holiday, and the amount of drivers who have a professional photographer on holiday with them is insane. Mm. So mm-hmm. Lewis has been posting thirst traps. George has been posting gym videos of him, mm. in, him in the game with the ropes mm-hmm. going yeah with the, with the rope thing. I've, I've, been to, I've been to the gym with George Russell. You have, have haven't you? you no, been, you text been, me. Been, been, been yeah, I was on the treadmill next to him. Was it in a Nuffield's house? No, it was not. Was it a pure gym? It was not. It. Was it a Soho house? It was not a pure gym. It was a Soho house, yeah. Wow. I wonder if he it still was... goes to the... Because that was when he was at Williams, wasn't it? Because you messaged me going, fuck, George Russell's here. He's so tiny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, no, he's actually one of the taller drivers. He's a, kind of around the same height as me. Um, but he is very, very skinny. Like it really... I, I, I was on the treadmill next to him and I did think, fuck me, you're a... Pres- professional sportsman and i could i could absolutely knock the fuck out of <laughs> i spoke to some um mercedes people when he was driving at williams and they said that his nickname was ba- uh, was baby driver i love that <laughs> jim uh, for, for george and then also lots of photographs of him on holiday but they're all done very professionally which will will we'll connect back to that um shortly third place 
Aston Martin, um, Aston Martin News, not strictly Aston Martin, but Seb Vettel. I want to ask you this, Alfie. Seb Vettel drove to all the European races last year, except the UK and Budapest. Now, I understand Budapest because it's quite far away. It, I mean, the whole thing seems pretty performative in in terms of what it achieves. Like F1's drive to net zero. You know how people get, like, they, 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 they get their carbon neutral like badge or yeah. whatever they get like when the, they say I'm carbon neutral is they just buy you just buy a wood and then they go yeah we've flown all of our stuff here but look we just bought that wood it's bollocks yeah. so the idea that like they're, they're, they're doing something with a Ramco to try and get the fuel like make it the fuel less toxic or biofuel something yeah. like that biofuel this like I've driven to all the races don't drive to all the races go to Boeing and try and talk to them about the development of electronic uh, flight or whatever. Like, do something that means that we can fly places without worrying about it. Instead of just... Dri- it's not... The solution is not that we drive all over Europe. The solution is making air flight. That's that is not a Formula One point, and I apologise. But the whole, look at me, I drove to all the races. Aren't I the cool guy? And you all flew like like war criminals, bastards. Like, fuck off. It's, it's not the right... It, it's not it's not the solution it says a lot about maybe that's why his race performance was so bad because he was just knackered from the drive (laughs) yes that's better comedy podcasting (laughs) like you know when you drive to when your dad drives you on holiday when you're a kid and you get there and your dad's just like just he just needs to be alone for a minute and he wants a beer but you can't and but imagine that you get out you've just driven to the south of france and then you have to get in a fucking car and go even faster not fast enough but faster <laughs> yeah the uk it would have been so easy to drive to and you can also just get the you get the train to the uk maybe he did get the train to the uk lance stroll uh wakeboarding listening to nickelback very interesting at the same time he was wakeboarding and nick nick that rock star song i want to get down feeling the best ball in that one for those of us that don't know joshua what is wakeboarding it's uh when a hostage won't give you information so you use water to no wakeboarding is um so they were trying to torture him by both (laughs) wakeboarding him and indeed playing him nickelback (laughs) the waterboarding is the wakeboarding isn't working we've got to go on to the really hard stuff okay put nickelback on it w- okay, wa- I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll talk. Wakeboarding is 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 like uh, snowboarding on water. Oh right. Yeah, it's just it's just a oh, board. It's wa- it's water skiing, but with a, with a board. board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just I wonder I wonder how Lance's summer break. I wonder what what he did on the on those yachts. I wa- I don't. I just wonder if he. I don't. I don't. I think I think just move on. I wonder if he went back to the yacht after a ah. after a long day and was no tired and maybe he wasn't ah. maybe he wasn't alone maybe oh my god maybe Raquel had a new bodysuit that she had just purchased and she, was, she had no one to, to see if it fit or not because the changing room was there was a bit of a sort of ventilation problem in the changing room at the store and so she couldn't check use, try it on in the mirror so she asked Lance maybe she just asked her, her her stepson hey Lance how does this does, does this fit this bodysuit 
And Lance is like, oh, I, I, did a, I did a 720 on the wakeboard today, Raquel. Are you proud? Yeah, I'm always proud of you, Lance. I'm, uh, you want to? I've made some jam. You want to? You want to taste it? Yeah, I'll get a spoon. No, no, no. We don't need spoons. We're family. Remember? Puts a finger in the jar. Uh, a la peep show. Suck mummy's finger. Anyway, Alonso. <laughs> Alonso uh, seemingly spent his summer break at the Alonso Museum, according to his socials. Yes. Is what you've written on the agenda here, Josh. Yes, which is... Tell us about that. He's just... All the photos... There's like a go-karting museum place where kids can go and get the thirst for speed and it's called the alonzo and that's alonzo's only post on this holiday is fernando alonzo at the alonzo museum which is i think a, it's just a no bullshit way to spend your holiday isn't it what do you want to do on your holiday he's also a fucking grown-up he's not going to post pictures of himself you know fucking his mistress and lying on the beach and doing all the things that he does when he's on his summer holidays He's not going to do that. He's a 42-year-old man or something like that. So he's not going to bother with any you know, the you know the their 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 algorithm baiting topless shit that Charles and everybody's doing. He doesn't need to do any of that. He's like he's got no need to develop his own personal brand because he's only got a, a year, two years left. What's the point in us him showing us his abs? He doesn't need to do it. Yeah. You know, Valtteri's obviously thinking about b- brand development, wanting to start a new career, his own line of coffee shops and surfwear. But Alonso's just started a museum for kids, for them to discover their love of driving and to nurture the enthusiasm of the youth. Good for Fernando Alonso. I like the way he's spent his time. I will just say, if someone op- opened, like, the Alfie Brown Museum... And I just went, what are you mm. doing on your summer holiday? So I went, just going to hang out in my museum. I would be a little bit concerned. Even if I was like an altruistic millionaire who had started a comedy museum, I think if I'd called it the Alfie Brown Museum, <laughs> I would have shown a lack of self-awareness that is a necessity in the world of stand-up comedy, but not so much in the world of Formula One. So good for him. That's the Alonso very Museum. true. Uh, okay, we're going to take a very also, short break. We're going to take a very short break. Okay. We'll, we'll be back after these adverts from our spots from whatever. I mean, you can skip the adverts. It doesn't matter to us. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to Dirty Air. Uh, fourth place, Ferrari. Um, very quickly, Charles Leclerc said he doesn't understand the gap between Max and Checo. The margin is higher than he expected. Now... That might just be him saying, I don't get why Checo's chunking it. But to me, that says, I might be leaving Ferrari. 
and I am going to Red Bull. What do you think? Can I be honest? I just I wanna... want to drive a fast car. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a good it's a it's good it's good shit, isn't it? I think it's quite good. Do you like it or do you think it's mean? I think what he's doing is saying, listen, that is a bigger gap than I expected there to be between two people who drive the same car. I'm just saying yeah. that were another driver there, maybe they'd be a little bit faster than the Jekka. Why just saying that? You know, maybe you've got a younger, more handsome person who was in that film where, you know, Army Hammer ate a peach like it was his bum hole. Like, that's... <laughs> That might be something you might be interested in. Exactly. If I was Charles Leclerc, I'd just go, hey, you know what you guys have got? You've got a fast car. You know what you don't have? Pictures of someone in an ice bath. No offense. Nobody wants to see either of those two soft boys wearing mm. in an... No one wants to see... There's no team that you want to see topless less than Max Verstappen and Checo Perez. I'm Yeah. If I wanted to see Checo Perez naked I like or in a hot tub, I'd just like drown a hamster in a bathtub and look at that um also massa while we're talking about ferrari massa's uh, lawsuit has gone underway this week he's suing he, I, don't, I don't even think massa knows who he's suing let me just explain what happened very quickly in 2008 the first singapore race pk's son crashed into the wall to benefit alonso now alonso didn't win the championship lewis ended up winning but Massa lost, I believe, by like one point or some bollocks. And now, 15 years later, Massa has started a lawsuit. I don't even know what his end goal is. It's for the hundreds of millions he lost by not being world champion. None of this is Lewis Hamilton's fault. I'm not saying this is a Lewis Hamilton fan. I'm not a Lewis Hamilton fan. None of this is... Like, what it is is PK chunked into the wall and Massa thinks that that championship should be deleted or that he should be crowned champion whatever it is it's just so tenuous and stupid he can only he must be bankrupt it's the only explanation uh, jump cut to 15 years in the future when lewis hamilton is suing uh whoever <laughs> for the 2021 like it, that, that, it's quite interesting in the context of lewis hamilton's own personal story getting his first championship like that yeah and then losing the opportunity to get what would have been his final one yeah in the same in or in similar circumstances i'm not sure which one is more of which is more circumspect because i wasn't watching in 2008 did you say it was mm. 2008 yeah um but i think for his own whether or not he's right or wrong massa mm. is sort of immaterial he for his own mental health <laughs> needs to stop because this you just have to let it go. I thought you, you have to. I thought you were about to say something really serious and then make a comment about how big his head is. I, th I thought that's where you. I thought that's where you were going. Uh, PK's kids. PK's kids also rage tweeted Formula One this week. They said that they didn't even wish happy birthday to Nelson PK. This is what cancellation does, and it's like yeah, but. He was a three-time world champion a long time ago. He was racist about Lewis Hamilton quite recently. Like, if I gave you a, bu a bouquet of flowers 10 years ago and then punched you in the head yesterday, which one are you going to remember? It's like they just just calmed. PK's kids seem like one of them crashed on purpose. All the other ones mm. just seem mad. And one of them shags Verstappen. Yeah, she's. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I assume they're a 
like a, I think they're like a married couple. They seem very homely, yeah. don't they? Even if I was upset that an organisation that I'd worked for slash with mm. didn't wish me happy birthday, <laughs> I think I'd be too embarrassed <laughs> to bring it up. I didn't even I, I didn't even look at the logic of what I was saying. I just went, yeah, they wish him happy birthday. I didn't even think about the fact that it's so pathetic that they were angry that they that he wasn't a wish to <laughs> It's so sad. But also like a birth it's your birth your birthday. How old are you? Like I don't think that I don't know when your birthday is, and I don't think I wished you a happy birthday this year. No. I don't think you, you wished me a happy birthday or know when my birthday is. Cause we're adult human people like what is what what why does anybody care <laughs> so i don't even really know how old you are like i don't I, I, I what what get a grip that's so embarrassing um and you were racist about lewis hamilton yeah uh, which brings us neatly to uh what does that bring us to oh to carlos science yeah yeah he got in trouble because someone posted a photo of his 55 in 2017 they t- they tried to make a Carlos Sainz 55 of people but because the 5 and the 5 were so close together it looked like a swastika yeah and he replied yeah. saying that's really funny and now he's got in trouble for it i don't know what the he, he wasn't laughing cuz he likes nazis he was laughing cuz they tried to make a 55 and it looked like a swastika is i think that's yeah okay for him to have said that but 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 people on the internet are so incredibly ridiculous that they will have seen him go. Oh, that's funny! It looks like a swastika, but it's a fifty-five. Like they want his reaction to have been like, "Oh wow, it looks like a swastika," and that reminds me of the war dead. And that's a shame, and that's made me sad. But who reacts like that? If we want people to be like, we hate sports people because they're inauthentic, and yeah. then the moment they be- they seem human, we go right. Well, you're shit, and I hate you. Yeah. Like people don't want social media to actually be a social thing. They want it to be a a performance of their most cleanly and presentable selves. Well, speaking speaking of which, I will credit where it's due to Lando, right? Radio silence this summer break. Radio silence. Well done, Lando. Yeah. He went to one thing, uh, he gave a guy his helmet, the other guy gave him his helmet, and then he's just gone and sat on a beach and read a book. Probably, I imagine Lando likes the Twilight Saga. That's my guess. Is he's he's cool? Sure, he's not. Been, he, would he have had a quiet summer even if we'd been on Twitch? Has he been on Twitch? I don't even know if he's been on Twitch. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm know too. I'm, I'm just too assuming old. that he's been on Twitch. He's. I put Lando Donada is my notes, and I I think it's very funny next to Oscar, who has spent the whole summer hocking merchandise. He's hocked beach towels. The Oscar Piastri beach towel, the mini helmets, the Mirage t-shirts, various sweaters, and thongs. That's what Oscar's game plan was for the summer break. Right, let's summer break. Let's try and sell some thongs for our UK listeners. Are Australian for flip flops? Yes, he's not been selling g-strings. That would not be appropriate merchandise for Oscar Piastri. Um, sixth place, Alpine, ma copine. At Ocon and Gasly, the thing that's bound them this summer is that they've both posted pictures of them looking very tonk, but they're very different. Um, Ocon's tonk pictures of him on... They're all on yachts, which I don't understand. We'll get to that. Why I don't know why they all go on yachts. I guess it's just... Is that the best thing you can do if you're a millionaire? Is surround yourself with a body of water and be on a plush boat is that the best thing yeah but it's a, it's 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 a way of us implying 
that you are too good to share a beach with pigs <laughs> and you need to separate yourself <laughs> with like that is it it's the, that is it that is it's, like, I don't, it's the world i don't want you talking to me or even looking at me it, i need to be completely separate from everybody else and i need to curate my own holiday experience and and, and uh, only the people i like the most will be allowed on my boat it's it's the world's biggest um like i don't know if this is the right word but louboutin or balenci like what's a posh handbag like what's like a really fancy handbag it's the world's biggest version of that it's a big thing that's kind of shaped like a handbag that you fill with loads of expensive shit and that's Mm. why they like it i think but is it what's good on the holiday like what what it's the same fucking Unless you like got you know you you give a bunch of chefs a jet ski each and they come to the boat, it's the same chef every night unless that's what happens. Yeah, you and get bored. Really... I tell you what, Rupert, how about you cook me something fucking new? I've had scallops the last six fucking nights. Jesus. Well, we're on, we're on a boat. The the options are limited. I don't care. I don't want lobster. Give the Deliveroo lad a jet ski. Give the Deliveroo lad a jet ski. Um, if you're the only I, boat, you're the only boat in a body of water and they still ask you for the code. <laughs> 63, mm. it's mine. My uh, Deliveroo code is 69 and it's... and it's That's, that's hot. Um, also, Gasly, credit where it's due to Gasly. Um, I called it, I've called it Mumiversary because this week mm-hmm. is the one year anniversary of when he posted a picture of his mum's... Um, I, Plum. Yeah, I also, I also, I've, I've crossed out Mingiversary because I thought it was too gross. But you still found a way to say it. It's the one year anniversary of when Gasly posted a picture of him and his mum, and his mum was. I, I mean, I would be very angry. I'd be surprised if it's still on his feed, to be honest with you. Um, but they. Well, all, that's an interesting thing to investigate. They've all done casual holiday photos, but with a photographer. Which is so weird that you'd go, okay, so have you packed for your holiday, Gasly? Oh, yes, I've packed for my holiday. I've got my little lights so I can do my, my uh, test of how quick I can slap the lights with my hands. I've got Coca-Cola. I have a camera to photograph mummy. You what? Never mind. I have uh, my personal chef. I have uh, my flip-flops, my songs. I've got these Oscar PSG songs. No, 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 no. It's not underwear. It's uh, shoes. And, um, and I have a professional photographer who'll be coming with us the whole time and st- coming to every single event that we're going to, my darling. I hope that's okay. I just, I find that so fucked up yeah it is it's it's demented Um, it's utterly it's utterly vile and but i mean these are kids these are these are kids like there's a a line in your excellent show that is on at the uh edinburgh fringe festival for the rest of the week Mm -hmm. whenever you hear that that's true and as long as you hear it this week um if not it was great you should have seen it uh (laughs) where you say you know what you shouldn't give a 23 year old uh you know big bunch of money yeah um, and that that is what all of these people are fine evidence of themselves is what happens when you give a wide-eyed 23-year-old millions and millions of pounds. Not Albon, though. Not Al- Williams in seventh, not Albon, posted a picture of him doing... What's it called when you jump in the water and you hold your legs up? It's called like a bomb, dive bomb? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, one of him dive bombing, one of him with his girlfriend, and then he's like, he's like, put his hand out so it covers up her bum. He's going the opposite. See, see, he's done the opposite. He's not posting hot pics. He's like, this is my girlfriend, and she's gorgeous, but not for you. I mean, he still put it on Instagram, but not for you. I think there might be a personality difference between drivers. So everybody in Formula One has an overbearing parent. 
Now, the dickheads are the ones with overbearing dads. Yeah. And the good ones are the ones with overbearing mums. <laughs> and Albon is an example of one with an overbearing mum. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, Sergeant as well. Sergeant posted a picture saying, great holiday break. And he's posted a picture of him just on his phone. That's a great holiday break. That's <laughs> <laughs> A professional photographer has taken a picture of Logan Sergeant and his mate. And they're both on their phones, not talking to each other. And he's looked at that and gone, that was a great summer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give him a hug. I want to give him a hug. I want to give him a hug and a pat down to see if he's got any guns on him. Yeah. Eighth place, Hass. Let's just not go into it. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Happy with that. Alpha Romeo, Bot Bot uh, has been Duff Man. Very weird. He seems obsessed. Yeah. Been, he's, he's sort of having his sort of. He's having his like Forrest Gump on the run moment, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that's really really appropriate very good i really like that yeah um <laughs> yeah he's but he's he's like he's nervously breaking up he, he, he it's it's going it's not a problem yeah but he's certainly on the turn He's changing. Yeah, agreed. He's singing that song from Dreamgirls. And Zhou Guan Yu is advertising Lululemon. Aren't they a bit of a sketchy brand? I mean, I know Formula One is a sketchy brand, but isn't Lululemon like one of the dodgy ones? Because I bought someone a Lululemon thing for Christmas and they were like, oh, that's like slave stuff. It's not slave stuff. Oh, okay. the, they, they're, they're, they're the workers who make Lululemon stuff are beaten. But they're employed. <laughs> I think that was the sto- that was the story that they were. They, 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 yeah, Lululemon were uh, beaten. But I mean, you know. Uh, uh, also, I think if we went through all of the drivers' advertising commitments, you'd be hard pressed to. I'm not sure that Nescafe, yeah, are the most uh, uh, moral. Uh, is that a Nestle company? Yeah, uh, so they they've been responsible for numerous child deaths and deforestations. So, yeah. Um, but but, I'm, a, but I'm, a very I'm, quick coffee. A very quick coffee. A very quick coffee, but quite slow down. Your dehydrated beans were made by a dehydrated child. Tenth place, Alpha Tauri, Danny Rick advertising. High, they're all just doing adverts. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. They're, a Heineken and Optus, whatever that is. And Yuki Optus has... Optus is, is, is like uh, EE, but for Australia. And Yuki has done Woolly Hats, Hoodies, Phone covers but they're this is what i like about yuki they're only available in japan i think that's really cool japanese import uh, baby that japanese import that's rad that right. I, like it used to be so exciting when you get a vinyl on japanese import like you see blurs 13 on japanese import oh like yeah i remember that i think there's a different like the, the young drivers are doing merch and the older drivers are just trying to you know make hay just get the money in get the fucking money in yuki brand building oscar brand building yeah it's true but the i mean i think that based on those adverts i think checo knows the jig is up that's my conclusion of all of this my conclusion of all of this of the summer break episode is checo knows that he's screwed it up he screwed the pooch I don't understand why all the drivers have photographers and i don't get yachts that's my takeaway what's yours um, my takeaway from this summer break is that they all seem a lot happier when they're not driving cars. 
or, or indeed, I mean, Max is... Oh, no, Max is evidence of that as well. Hulk's gone go-karting and Max... I mean, quite a few of them have still involved themselves. You really separate the people who who are in it for the love of the game, which is Max and Hulk and Alonso, and then the rest of them who go, yeah, I like driving, but I need to have some time to re- recuperate mentally. Which driver do you think has had the most cries this summer break? Fries, French cry, fries, cry, cries, 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 like weep, cries, cries, like cries, weeping, weeping, tears. Mm, I think that the biggest crier is probably. Uh, I'm going to go Checo. I, if Vettel yeah. was still involved, Vettel's a huge crier, but he cries at movies, stuff like that. Mm-hmm, He's just very mm-hmm. in touch with himself emotionally. Um, Alonso weeps at like more aesthetic beauty, like William Blake poetry. Uh, sunsets, mm. uh, bullfighting, like and a lovely, there's, 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 a lovely the, chubby bum. That's what he'll weep at that, won't he? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> good. Um, Yuki never cries; he's never cried. No. Uh, uh, Danny cries quite a lot, I imagine. Do you think? I think Checo. For me, it would be Checo. I think he's had a lot of angry cries this this holiday. Ang- angry crying, yeah. Checo takes the biscuit, but like sad. I crying. cry a lot, but not always because I'm sad. Sometimes just because I'm listening to. Um, the right song. I think that Charles has probably weeped the saddest tears of the summer break. Maybe that's what I'll call this episode, the saddest tears of the summer break. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you think Lewis cries? I don't think he... Mm, I think he cries, but I think he cries for very altruistic reasons. But that sits... It's sitting on a guilt of how he's made his money from being very you know uh, he's destroyed more environmental things than most human beings could do in 10 lifetimes and i mm, think but I he's think, a vegan yes yeah. yeah and i think he and i think he weeps for a lot of justice things and i think he weeps yeah he for the 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 grave he's dug himself into at mercedes as well because he can't leave yeah he weeps for, uh, he weeps for his own contradictions Yes, exactly. Oh, do we have uh, a do we have a special guest on this week's show? We do, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, before we tie up, um, it's a non-race week, so we have a day in the life. Um, yeah. Do you want to do your Zanvort predictions first? Yeah. Where's Lance going to finish? Twelfth. Uh, okay, that's that done. Um, every week uh, that is a non-race week, or most weeks that's a non-race week, we have um, a special guest Some right weeks. into the show. Someone from the paddock, someone that we love, someone um, that you love. Uh, we have a one of the many celebrities of Formula One reach out to us and tell us what they get up to when they're not driving the car. This week we are delighted to be joined by the, this is a big one. Mm, it's a big one. The team principal of Mercedes AMG Patronus Formula One team, Mr. Toto Wolf. At 4 a.m., I get out of bed with maybe some ham. There is always maybe some ham. Some ham is my stopped clock. I do not feel particularly rested. I keep my bed vertical. Lying down and the included necessity of then having to stand after you lie is not something I personally have the time for. Maybe on a holiday, I will lie down as a treat. It is not the best or most efficient part of the day. At 4.05 a.m., I have an ice bath. The bath is full of my family's tears, collected and deposited into an ice bath for me. It is so motivating for me to rejuvenate my body in a physical manifestation of sadness. 4.30 a.m. is time for some reading, with maybe some ham. I open a new book. <laughs> Life Hacks of the World's Biggest CEOs. 
I open to the first page and it says, do not read this book. No successful CEO reads these books. They just fucking get on with it. Interesting stuff. 5 a.m. It is time for breakfast. I have some of the darkest bread available to man. It is brought to my plate and it absorbs 99% of the visible light and some say it cannot be digested. It is Vanta Black with pumpernickel and maybe some ham. I have half a ca- I have half a cappuccino as I want to save the other half for half an hour later. But the top of the top but the top half of a cappuccino is foam, so I only consume the foam and essentially leave a small flat white to consume cold later. It is important to ration pleasure. 6 a.m. I rotate my activities here. Sometimes I will go free diving. Sometimes I will have a fight. Sometimes I will try and lift my car. Sometimes a sneezing or coughing fit. Or sometimes I will look at this season's Mercedes car. These things all make my eyes bleed. As long as my eyes are bleeding, I have spent the morning well. I wipe away the tears of blood with maybe some ham. 8 a.m. My God, I am so tired. What was I thinking getting up at 4 a.m.? This is no way to live. I cannot sleep. 8 or 5 a.m. I think I'll have the rest of that coffee. It is so cold. It is important not to stimulate your pleasure centers too much. 8.20 a.m. I set off for my meeting with F1 CEO and all-round good guy, Stefano Dominicali. In the car, I listen to Can't Buy Me Love by The Beatles, Money For Nothing by Dire Straits, Money by Pink Floyd, <laughs> More Money, More Problems by Biggie. I am driving a Bugatti Veyron. <laughs> once I have finished, once I have finished enjoying that irony, I put on Turn Around, brackets, Hey, What's Wrong With You, close brackets, by Fats and Small, a classic. 9 a.m., I drive, I arrive at my meeting. I am so tired. Oh God, oh Jesus Christ, I am so tired. I mustn't sleep. This can't be good for me. Oh my God. I am speaking to Dominicali about the idea of an 11th team. I put to him the idea of a team called Kermedes, controlled centrally by Mercedes, a subsidiary team for Mercedes, a place where we could prep drivers for our team or indeed place the drivers who need to recuperate after being tormented by failure. He says that sounds like a very unfair and totally mad idea. I have to agree. <laughs> 10 a.m. This has to stop. I sit down to rewatch last week. 10 a.m. This has to stop. I sit down to rewatch last weekend's race and after a few minutes I am asleep. So fucking boring. 6 p.m. I finish my impromptu power nap and I feel fantastic. I listen to Cold Hard Bitch by Jet. At 6.10 p.m., I eat an early dinner. Inverted cherry tomato tart and a white tuna poached in olive oil topped with delicate sea beans and crispy potato chips. A light red wine bernaise sauce. Shaved foie gras with pickled huckleberries and blossoms. And my sea bream is prepared two ways and dotted with colorful cubes of lemon, yuzu and bergamot flavored jelly with maybe some ham. <laughs> 7 p.m., I go to the toilet and pass a stool and do a crossword. Okay, three letters. Pork from a leg cut that has been preserved by wet or dry curing. Hmm, maybe, uh, I don't know. 7.30 p.m. is family time. It's so important to make some time with your family to support an environment in which love can flourish. 7.40. 
I go to my study and watch Marley and me. I need to cry every day to top up tomorrow's ice bath, but also to drain the surfeit of emotion I've built up over the course of the day. It is like draining a cyst. 10 p.m. I go for a hike. I need to exhaust myself before bed. I prefer altitude. If I can get my eyes bleeding, it's a bonus, but not essential. Midnight. I ring Lewis on a crazed and giddy high. I cannot say anything except manned maybe some ham, like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Aviator when he says show me the blueprints, but with ham, you know? 1 a.m. I call an interior designer. I am bored of my house. I am bored of my feet. I am bored of my life. They inform me of the time, like I do not know the time. If you want to win, you have to work all hours God sends. 2 a.m. What am I doing? Charging around the house, not sleeping, thinking only of cars and mortality. 3 a.m. I give up. I cannot carry on. I wake my wife and I tell her I am depleted and I need a break. And she consoles me and says I need to focus on victory. I have to get my head back where it belongs, on the pillow. So at 3.59 a.m. I stand against my bed and close my eyes for 60 seconds, ready to attack another day. Thank you, Toto. He sleeps for one minute a day. Well, no, if you notice, he actually has a power nap <laughs> from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. every oh, day. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Toto Wolf. And thank you for joining us on this week's Dirty Air. Um, we'll see you after um, the Dutch. Okay, guys, we look, we got this. We, I just want to say to all you listeners, we got this. We've got 10 races left. We can get through this. We believe, is that it? We believe in you. That's it. 10 races left. Oh, my God. And then the pain is done, okay? We, we are here for you, okay? And we'll, we'll see you next week after the Dutch Zandvoort Grand Prix uh, with the Orange Army. I'm Josh Weller. And I'm Alfie Brown. And this is Dirty Air. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.